um, okay, you are the renal registrar on call, you get a phone call from A&E to say that there's a 35-year-old man who's come in feeling generally unwell and vomiting. And when they did a VBG on him, they checked and his potassium was very high at 6.7. Um, and they ask you to come and urgently assess the patient. So tell me how you would proceed and what are your next steps? Okay, so I think given that a and have phoned me about 35-year-old gentleman that's got potassium of 6.7, um, even before I may make my way down there, I'd want to just make sure over the phone that they were stabilising the patient uh, and they'd done an ECG and they'd given the correct treatment for hyperkalemia. And if they needed any help on this, I'd suggest maybe subutamol, insulin dextrose, uh, calcium uh, gluconate. They could, they could consider things like the comet, but that's something... I can help in the shit when I get down there. Um, then when I see the patient, once he's clinically stable, which is my first priority, the next thing I'd focus on is a clinical assessment, an A to, a to, a to E assessment. And in particular, I'm focusing um, on his fluid status and understanding whether there's any signs as to what might be going on. I, is he febrile? Does he have signs of a chest infection? Um, which might suggest sepsis, which could be a cause of pre-renew AKI. Does he have a distended bladder, um, which could suggest a post-renew AKI? Um, and uh, yeah, so full A to A to E assessment. Uh, and then I move on to uh, taking a thorough history. And in the history, I suppose I do want to make sure it's quite targeted. I'm trying to think of my pre-renal, renal, and post-renal problems. So I'd asking for pre-renal and asking what's been going on over the past few few days or weeks um does he have any um does he have any uh reason to be dehydrated not not much oral intake um is there any signs of infection that he can tell me about um and then in terms of renal injury is there no say change to his urine at all um either to the color or consistency uh, and then for post-renal, just understanding a bit more about his urine output. And then casting a bit wider now, I'd like to understand if he has any other renal disease. And then also moving on to whether he has any other medical problems, which could also be causing this gentleman's hyperkalemia. Uh, so thinking about endocrine disorders that cause hyperkalemia, medications that could cause, that you might have newly started, that can cause hyperkalemia. Um, or any medications that can be toxins that can indirectly cause hyperkalemia, such as NSAIDs. Um, or so at this point, the patient tells you that um, they have not been taking any um, extra medications. Yeah. Um, they don't have any other um, general medical problems. Um, and they're just been feeling very unwell um, in the last couple of days since they ran a marathon. They're normally very fit and well. Um, and on request um, of their urine, this is what you're given. Okay, so this gentleman has uh, urine positive leukocytes, which could suggest an infection, uh, but he also has uh, urine that's positive blood and protein, which could suggest a parenchymal disease. Uh, so I'm worried about one of the nephritides. Um, so at this point, I think it's certainly warranted to, as well as the bloods that may have already been sent off, uh, also send off a, an acute renal screen, um, which would include an autoimmune screen, including immunoglobulins, ANA, C-anchor and P-anchor, um, sending off um, uh, 
setting up the urine for uh, urine dip, PCR, uh, and also looking for any uh, urine microscopy. Okay, yeah, perfect. And these are the bloods that you get back so far. And also given that he's a marathon runner, also let's check a whether in in any case in the renal screen, um, a creatinine kinase uh, as well. The bloods here show that he's got he has got significant AKI, which is likely to cause his hyperkalemia. Um, it's a hyperkalemia that's not out of context uh, of his AKI, so it suggests it's not something like trafferin, which could cause uh, that that type of hyperkalemia. Um, he has quite elevated white cells and the CRP of 70, 65. So I would certainly consider starting broad spectrum antibiotics uh, and consider sepsis uh, and pre-renal AKIs. One of my diagnoses here. I think at this stage, if he is clinically dry, uh, and these are bloods that I've got in front of me, as well as the treatments I've given for hyperkalemia, I'd start to think about aggressively fluid resuscitating this gentleman as well. Okay. And um, the a &E nurse presents you with the original gas that they took. Okay. So I think the things that stand out to me here is that he's got a significant metabolic acidosis um, and the lactate of 5, the potassium is 7.2. Um, so we're already treating the hyperkalemia. Um, with regards to the acidosis, we could consider also um, giving sodium bicarb as well. Um, I think at this point, given that he's both acidotic and hyperkalemic and he's a young gentleman, I would, and that we've managed to start treatment to stabilise him, I think my next port of call is now to think about talking to my the rest of my team, uh, so my consultant, and also think about involving ITU early because this is a, a young gentleman with a significant AKI causing hyperkalemia uh, and I need to assess his urine status, but you may also be on it on a go in uric as well. Um, okay, so okay. you were told that the patient hasn't passed any urine since um, he came in, and um, you don't feel a palpable bladder when you examined the patient, and the patient can't remember the last time they passed urine. Okay, um, so I definitely want to insert a urinary catheter uh, first to see how much residual uh, volume he had, and also. Uh, obviously send off urine for analysis. Um, at this point, I also want to consider imaging. Uh, so an ultrasound of the urinary system. Uh, so ultrasound kidneys or ultrasound KUB um, to make sure there's no signs of obstruction um, and rule out any post-renal causes. Okay. What's your main diagnosis for this patient? I think given he's a marathon runner, um, given he's a marathon runner and assuming he has no other previous medical history, I think the main worrying diagnosis here is this could be rhabdomyolysis uh, causing acute renal failure. The other diagnosis to think of is this could be um, sepsis uh, causing a pre-renal um, pre AKI. Um, I think it's less likely that he's hyperperfusing, but I'd probably get an idea of that from his, uh, from inclination. Okay, this patient goes to, um, th this patient is reviewed by the intensive care team um, and he's still not passing urine despite two litres of fluid resuscitation. What do you think the next step is? I think if he's still, if he's been a, a significant, if he's had aggressive fluid resuscitation, um, 
two liters and it's still not passing you and not really improving i think the conversation has to start thinking about filtration for this gentleman up on uh itu rather than the renal unit because gentleman's significantly unwell okay great thank you thank you